Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ Bubble Boy in the studio with me. And then connected via the web, we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad, Barry the Bugger, Dr. Doug Ebersall, Casey the Tobacco Nut, and Vinny Two Tanks uh, rounding out the crew online. If that weren't enough, and of course it isn't, uh, with the exception of Dr. Doug, we got a pretty poor uh, list of people on hey. the show. Hey! Well, well, we, we're right here. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just speak. I just speak the truth. It's the fine. holidays. You speak, would it make you me feel better if I put my Santa mask back on? Would that up us? Well, if you covered up your face, why that not? would be an improvement. That would be in a yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, wow. we're pulling out the uh, big guns. We got uh, Liz Parkinson on with us on Scuba Radio. She's all the way in London as we speak. Uh, I didn't know that was the plan. You, you hopped on a plane last night, Liz, and then uh, yeah. from L.A. and now you're in London. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Yeah. I, I had a last minute, uh, commitment I had to get over to the UK for. So bought my ticket Thursday night, jumped on a plane on Friday and here I am in lovely cold Britain. Well, there you go. See, Liz is like, uh, she lives the Hollywood lifestyle. She's out there <laughs> in the movies. Uh, she, she has played a big part on the stunt work of, uh, the new Avatar movie. And we've known her over the years and she still talks to us. That's what's remarkable. And we, we really, really thank you for doing so, Liz, and tolerating our oh. nonsense. But, uh, I love it. It won't course. be much longer. Yeah. Well, okay. There's always, this could be the first, the last time we hear from Liz. I don't know, but she's kind of a big deal. And, uh, so what can you tell us about what you did on the movie? Because I, I know there's NDAs, there's things you can say, you can't say, but, uh, but is underwater stunt work the main, was that the main focus of how you, uh, worked with James Cameron and the crew at Avatar or, or what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Greg. So I was hired back in 2018 to be a part of the underwater portion of the Avatar stunt department. Uh, the second unit director and stunt coordinator was Garrett Warren. And we worked for two years, myself and a couple of the other members a bit longer, on the underwater motion capture of the um, the actors as well as some of the creatures and um, lived basically in Pandora for two years, diving wow. in that amazing water. As if you've seen the movie, you know how amazing it looks. So it was quite an honor and um, an incredible time that I, I won't forget anytime soon, that's for sure. Well, I have no doubt about it. You know, Liz is, is quite the adventure of her in, in her own right. You know, she does so much cool stuff. But, you know, I've known about this for a few years and, you know, we couldn't talk about it on the air because of, uh, you know, it's Hollywood hush hush type stuff. And uh, but, but what you just said 
Uh, I mean, obviously, you. I mean, can we say like you were a stunt double for some of the characters? You even mentioned the animals. I mean, so did you? You didn't stunt double like uh, some kind of underwater avatar creature, did you? Or did you? Well, it was a combination. Um, one of the one of the guys on our team said, you know, with with a, a movie like this of this caliber. Um, Jim was very specific in portraying the underwater world as closely as possible um, because he's such an avid ocean goer and such an advocate for the ocean and the ocean environment. He really wanted to make it as lifelike. And I think he totally crushed that. Um, So yeah, all the movement, everything that's alive underwater is all the human movement. Mm. So down to all the fish and the biomass and the creatures and all I don't want to do out any spoilers and i'm not going to say anything more but yeah everything that's alive underwater was one of eight or nine people that was either a body double for one of the actors um and we all played a huge part in it you know the most amazing thing about this was we worked on a set and jim would tell us how he thought he would like it and we developed it over time but it wasn't until i actually saw the movie this earlier this week where I, I got to see where his imagination took us because I, I had never seen, I didn't really, I didn't know the storyline up until I saw the film. So yeah. to see it play out in front of my face and to be like, wow, that guy has an incredible imagination and what a, what a phenomenal story he told. So it was really special. And I think everyone was super emotional. I mean, I was in some of the emotional scenes and I still cried and I still knew nice. what was going to happen. So yeah, yeah he, he, he nailed it. Um, him and his business partner, John Lando really brought the ocean to, to the world in a way that I don't think anyone else has ever done. So well, you was, know, he, he does have quite the track record in that regard. And, and you he know, does. it's like, you know, every movie he puts out, it's kind of like one of those situations where, you go in and you see something you've never seen before and that's what Absolutely. i've been hearing from uh, everybody who's seen the movie already i, I got my tickets for tomorrow and i'm um, you know i'm oh, gonna good. go go to the high-end rpx 4d god knows what that is uh so uh but but i'm looking forward to seeing it and i have no doubt that it's going to deliver in spades uh and you know the underwater parts of it are just icing on the cake i think for any scuba diver they're really going to enjoy this and like you said he's an avid ocean man he 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 scuba dives i've heard so many stories about him and the 25 years of doing scuba radio and as i've told people on the air many times before it was the movie the abyss that james cameron did back in his early days that inspired me to want to learn how to scuba dive so he is yeah. he gets credit for scuba radio or blame so you know well, it depends i think, he, I think yeah. he's right up there i think he's right up there in some ways when it comes to that kind of inspiration as jacques Cousteau for a different yeah. generation of people i mean he's bringing in a group of actors who um up until this point were, were just young kids and um it was really great to be able to work with them and to see how they've developed especially over sort of the four years kind of like harry potter some of them started on the set when they were like 12 and now they're like 18 and 21 it's right. like they grew up on pandora which is amazing and then obviously working with people like kate winslet and sigourney weaver and stephen lang mm-hmm. i mean it was just it was it was pretty remarkable and to do it underwater which is sort of my happy place was just amazing now so, yeah. i and, and i know liz you you are an avid uh, free diver yourself and you know yeah. there's been a lot of reports on how the staff got uh or how the crew you know learned how to free dive kate winslet did over like a seven minute breath hold uh, I mean, what what can you do, by the way? Because you you can do crazy numbers like that too. Probably even much higher. Am I right or what? When it comes well, to what you can. You know what, it's- 
It totally depends on what I'm doing. You know, yeah. from a static standpoint, when you're just lying with your face in the water, anyone can perform longer than if you're doing a lot of motion and action underwater. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's a testament to them. They had a, a, a year of training um, with Kurt Kroc from performance freediving and mm-hmm. some other trainers to get them up to the level that they needed to be in order to do the takes that were required, which in itself is phenomenal. I mean, some of their takes were were wild. I mean, so long and they were acting and they were moving. And I mean, it's a huge, it's one thing to perform on land, but to be able to carry that presence underwater and have the emotion surrounding it when you're sort of in a wetsuit with goggles on is a completely different, it's a completely different um, realm. And they they were amazing at it. It was it was really. I mean, I'd sit there and I'd watch them as safety sometimes and just be blown away. So, yeah, some of the takes were not super long, but some of them, yeah, definitely went into what the media is reporting. And I see a lot on social media where people are calling them out, being like, "I don't believe this. I don't believe this." But no, I was there. I'm you know I can test. I'm you know I can testify that that those are the numbers that we're talking about. So well, they had the best. Awesome best trainers in the world you know kirk uh you you uh, i guess you were helping them a little bit with that maybe too so there yeah, you go we had a great water team um just throw out a couple names mike avery uh chris dennison some really awesome human beings that were part of the stunts as well as training as well as safety um and it was it was an incredible group of people to be a part of i have no doubt liz parkinson thank you so much live from london and you know uh, she was in avatar uh, as a stunt person she's such a great lady i can't wait to see that movie and you should go see it too more coming up stay close this is the worldwide scuba radio network power simplicity reliability it's what you demand of your dive computer and shearwater delivers Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explorer ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit explorerventures.com that's explorerventures.com Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. 
surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. There's something swell about the spirit of Christmas to see what it does to people, all kinds of people. When you hear bells, when you hear bells are ringing and voices swell, with all the carols singing, that's how you tell. It's time to do the Christmas cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Christmas cha-cha-cha. Well, I don't need anything more for Christmas than this right here. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ, and Bubble Boy in the studio with me. And uh, we got to thank Liz Parkinson for joining us all the way from London. That was really nice of her. I mean, I talked to her this week. And, you know, you can imagine it's uh, pretty busy for someone in Hollywood like her when they the world premiere of their movie that they've been working on for the last five years uh, finally comes out. And the fact that she took a few minutes to chat with, you know, her, her diving friends is pretty sweet. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's nice. Cool. Pretty cool. That's pretty sweet of her. And God bless her. And, uh, you know, and I'll tell you, I am, I'm really looking forward to that movie. I really am. I think it is going to be. Uh, spectacular i meant to ask her and i thought she might be coming back after the break do you know if they film that stuff in a pool in a soundstage or in the actual ocean that's yes. what i was that wanted to ask yeah most of it i mean i don't i don't know if they did anything in the ocean actually but they had uh they had an underwater soundstage built like uh, i think specifically for this yeah i believe they did uh but but, but you, it's like a giant you do silo. Know it's a movie right it's a movie who are you telling this to? Yeah. A lot of those animals, they weren't really diving with them. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, we know. Well, it, <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. Scrooge speaks again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know, I mentioned. Casey a cookie. Yeah, I mentioned that, um, you know, the uh, uh, the abyss inspired me to learn how to dive. And years later, I, I realized that all that all those scenes that I had seen on the movie that I thought, ooh, gosh, I want to go there. We're all fake. <laughs> it was all done in a, with smoke and mirrors and miniature, you know, models and things like that. And most of it was not done underwater hardly at all. It was all, you know, movie trickery. But uh, this one, they they actually did film it underwater, and then, uh, but but it was mostly on a soundstage and that kind of thing. So uh, so you know, it'll be cool. Now Jerry, the diver guy, is with us. Uh, he's driving to Ohio. I, I don't know why, but that's just what you do in the holidays. Hell, I'm in Ohio. Oh, you're already in Ohio. Okay. All right. Well, it's uh, Christmas yes. time. You go to Hawaii, uh, usually, if you're uh, more no. intelligent. But if you're in the mountains of Virginia, you're like, hey, let's, it's uh, it's Christmas time. Let's go to Ohio. <laughs> so, if you want spaghetti and chili, that's right, where you got to go. Well, there's that, I guess. What hey, was? Yeah. We, we are at we the skyline capital of the world, but I prefer Goat Star. Okay. He 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 prefers yeah. Goat Star. That's what I heard. That's what that's, I heard. Go. That's, that's not really chilly. I'm goat sorry. You star. need to drive south to Texas for chili. <laughs> no. Okay. There's a it's whole not. Ohio chili thing. Yeah, we get it. All right. But yeah, you're just uh, you're going to a Christmas party. So you're on the on the uh, uh, on the road. A birthday party. Oh, birthday party for oh, Jesus. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. I'm getting all the details wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, we. 
we are actually going back to one of my cousin's house to party now. Uh huh. With goats. Okay. The uh, the birth <laughs> the birthday party is over. Mm-hmm. So, so it's time to drink. Ah, okay. Uh, well, I guess you could do that. Oh yeah. It's, well, thanks for calling in. All right. Enjoy your booze. <laughs> no. And, yeah. And, it, it, it's cold as hell up here, and it's snowing. Well, glad I'm not you. Yeah. As well as everyone else. That's a good listening. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well, it's just, we live in Tampa, in Florida. This is, this is, what, what, yeah, it's cold. It's it's cold. It's, it's, is it snowing? Are you trying to get a, a little <laughs> yes, snow in there? It's snowing. It, you know, it's and snowing, uh, technically and that cold. could be considered uh, fish poop if you were uh, underwater. That snow, uh, it could be fish poop. Uh, you could be uh, on the upside down. Dear God, it's yellow. Help you all. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Greg. You're. Yeah. Greg, your family lives here, you know. Um, no, they disowned me years ago. They don't associate it with yeah. a particular geographic region, let alone me. But, uh, yeah, well, welcome to Ohio. And uh, so you're doing your thing uh, there, Jerry. I, I guess I'll let you sign off because you get a, it sounds like you're having navigation issues. Get out of your compass. Ah, no, we're not, we're, we're not navigating the issues here. Yeah, they don't know where they're well, going because hey. it keeps pointing. We're things. not we're going, navigating. We are going. We are going right at this stop sign. All yeah. right. See you next week. Okay. Well, yeah. Go but, ahead. Hey, oh, what? Oh, you have a comment. Down All right. Where it's wetter. Bimini now. What about oh the, Keep the rubber side down? That's your, you. You have a question the about diving with the hammerheads? What? Well, let's go. We are. We're going to. I'm ready in to January. go to the Bahamas. Let's go. Well, what are you doing in Ohio uh, then? Look, what the hell, go, man? Dave. You can't. You well, can't look, go dive with the hammerheads in Ohio. There's no hammerheads up well, there that I'm aware too. of. Yeah. No, but there's bull sharks up here in the Ohio River. There's bull sharks. Who says? Well, go find one. Yeah, go find one. Videotape it. Uh, well, well, uh, wait, what the heck? Come on now. Are, are there bull sharks in the they, Ohio River? I don't believe that's true. Yeah. They are bull sharks here in Ohio. Too cold. Yeah, that doesn't make they any They migrate up here. They migrate. They migrate. Okay. They pup. They and pup. They are here in Ohio River. Huh. Do Is you anyone research, else? Greg? I, well, I, we can Google it. Jerry, uh, we'll, that we'll shows check you in. how dumb bull sharks are. Barry the bugger can uh, get yeah, on there. He'll start Googling it. I mean, it's possible, He's I guess, looking. during the summer months, maybe they do swim that far up. I don't know. They, they are. I am on the job. Yeah. yeah we'll find out if uh, Jerry's talking nonsense, like it's the booze talking. No. or yeah, Hell no. Hell no. It'll be the first time ever. ever. That That is your problem, Greg. You have doubted my, my things. I've, do- right, I've doubted his things. Yes, I'm listening, Barry. Go. Bull sharks can survive in freshwater and have been known to travel up the Mississippi River from the Gulf, even as far as St. Louis, especially during flooding. However, it's rare to find one in the Ohio River. Rare. Very rare. 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 means once in a while, one gets very confused, kind of like you, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) They're here. They're navigationally challenged, like uh, Jerry. So who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, they rarely. Jerry, maybe one of those bull sharks has your flip flop. 
Sox. Well, <laughs> it's a possibility. That's a whole nother problem. Yeah. All right. Well, Jerry, we'll let you uh, uh, sign off, and uh, you can prepare yourself for the Scuba Radio Crap Stravaganza show next week, where you are actually going to sing a song. Oh, dear God. So everybody has been uh, warned. Singing. You're singing. Oh, well, if, God. I, if you, you want to call it that, it's I guess. pre-recorded, right? Yeah. God knows. We couldn't do it live. Oh, God. You want to give us a little yeah. taste of what people can Me expect? Uh, do you want to give us a taste it's right now? Go ahead. Blue, 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 blue Christmas without you. Oh, that's enough. That's enough. In the butt home. <laughs> wow. Sounds just like them. Okay, uh, well, anyway, that's next week, and you've been warned. We got more coming up still on this show. Stay close. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit exploreventures.com. That's exploreventures.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I want a racing car set. <laughs> a racing car set. Listen, you don't want that. Those are assembled in Taiwan by kids like you. Diving around at Christmas time, there is one thing divers know. Their surface interval is best while listening to Scuba Radio. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Uh, we got a lot of crazy songs like that uh, for next week. Hey, hey, quit talking. We're on the radio. What the hell's wrong with you people? Yeah, we're doing the show. What are you doing? Barry, come cut them on. all loose. Working? Cut them all loose right Dear now. Dear God. Class. Class. See, everybody's in holiday mode and they're not paying attention. Uh, they're probably having a little holiday, too much holiday cheer. Amateurs. We're just Tito's. Bring We're it down a notch. You got to pace yourselves. Butt. Yeah, you got to pace yourself, boys. Tito's. Come on now. Everybody talk Come once. on now. So, uh, look, uh, <laughs> next week, Scuba Radio Christmas Crap Stravaganza. It'll be much worse than that. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, I know what is planned. Some of the little Christmas songs that we pull out once a year that we're only allowed to play once a year will happen during that show. Uh, one of them features 
Jared the Diver Guy singing. Oh, God, help us. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intense. But tune in anyway. Uh, you may get lucky and miss birthday. that part. That's true. That's true. But yeah. tune is right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a very special show. So make sure you join it. And it's on Christmas Eve. So it's only appropriate that we share our annoying gifts with the world. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's just what we do. And that's what we're going to do. And you've been warned. And we apologize in advance. However, there are a couple other little uh, uh, ditties or you know, news nuggets that we need to share. We've been talking about the uh, Avatar movie, and I'll have a full report after I see the movie tomorrow on the Christmas Crapstravaganza show. I'll share that with you with my two cents. I think I'm going to love it, just knowing what I know about it. But but what uh, I, I did find out, you know, the you know Liz. Uh, Parkinson, who we were talking about, who was a stump person on the movie a little earlier this hour, is in London. That's where they had the world premiere of the Avatar movie. And evidently, uh, uh, James Cameron didn't make the premiere because he evidently got COVID and had to skip the world premiere of his movie, Avatar, which is kind of uh, unfortunate, uh, but it happens. And, you know, and they're on the, the circuit to promote the movie. You've seen a lot of stuff, you know, on TV, you know, Entertainment Tonight and all this kind of stuff. But uh, there was a little backlash. Evidently, uh, in Japan, they did a uh, press junket in Japan for the movie Avatar. And they did it at an aquarium uh, of a, in front of a, like a dolphin pool. You know, where like, you know, like a SeaWorld thing where they have the dolphins perform and they had the the crew and the actors set up there to do a little press thing in Japan. And then, you know, as they started, I guess, you know, they had the dolphins perform and jump out of the water and the trainers were, you know, bouncing on them or riding on them or whatever. You know, typical dolphin show kind of stuff, right? And, oh, my God, PETA went nuts <laughs> and uh, voiced, uh, you know, their concern, like, how dare James Garen, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on. Are you kidding me? Hey, give me a break. I mean, jeez. Because here's the thing. There was a lot of, uh, you know, this movie has been going in development for many, many years now. And I've heard that there is a huge underwater element that we've already discussed. And this potentially could be good for diving. You know, when more people see the movie, they see them, whether they're, you know, Avatar people or not. You know, all that underwater stuff. Uh, is taken right from inspiration of the ocean and hopefully will inspire maybe more people to want to, you know, learn about what we have, not on Pandora, but right here on earth. And, you know, so the more care of it. Yeah, maybe, but just all the critters that uh, these, these alien, you know, this alien life underwater, you're going to see, you know, things that we see as divers uh, on Pandora that he has, you know, borrowed inspiration from, maybe mixed it up a little bit, but I already know this for a fact. He did that in the first Avatar movie. Yeah. Uh, Those little jellyfish things. Right. Was uh, That was on the first Avatar the Christmas movie. Christmas tree worms. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's right. They had Christmas tree worms on the first Avatar. So it just goes uh, beyond that on the new one, supposedly. So SpongeBob SquarePants. No, you are totally incorrect. <laughs> Way to derail the train of thought there, Damn Casey, it. the tobacco nut. It's just what he does. But, um, you know, the, the, thing, the, the thing of PETA coming down on... 
you know, uh, James Cameron about doing this at a dolphin uh, tank thing. I think it's just asinine. I, I it's like, why, why just uh, focus on that? Okay, I understand. You don't like seeing dolphins in an aquarium. Blah, whatever. You know, I mean, the thing is, and you know who told me this years ago was Jean-Michel Cousteau. And, you know, whether you like this type of, you know, whether it's killer whales, uh, dolphins, you know, I mean, as divers, when you get out there and you see them in their their true environment there, I mean, that's what everybody would prefer. I think no one would argue with with you on that. However, the the aquariums, and those type of places do have a purpose because not everybody can be a diver. You know, being a scuba diver is kind of like a superhero compared to most people that just spend their entire lives topside, right? And what's the be- next best way? Well, there's video. Okay, you can do that. But there's nothing like seeing the real thing, you know, and whether that's in an aquarium and, and, you know, maybe, you know, people in the city or wherever may not have the luxury of us as scuba divers. And we can only share so much by talking about it. Uh, you know, when we can encourage people to become scuba divers and want to see these animals in their, you know, wild environment, that would, it's always, pref- you know, preferable, I think. Yeah, I mean, you could be one of those poor bastards in a car driving through Ohio right now. That's right. Yeah. See? And, and, but, but, uh, but still, having that element of uh, an aquarium or, you know, the dolphin thing, I mean, even though it may not be ideal for the animal, there's still that one animal... And this is what Jean-Michel said to me. He goes, those one animals, yeah, you know, would we prefer them to be free? Sure, we would. But they are an ambassador for their entire species, for thousands of people that don't have the luxury to scuba dive like us. So that's how you kind of, like, you, know, you got to put it in perspective a little bit. And, and to bash. I have a question. Yes, go ahead, Casey. Now, let's see if you can stay how on topic. How do we know? And this is a completely legitimate question. Yeah. It's like feral animals you bring them into your house you treat them well you keep them healthy how do we know the animals in the aquarium aren't like i got it easy well you can definitely make an argument for that i mean there's been many i mean there's been my food well there's been studies before that you know some species of uh you know marine mammals and things may live much uh, easier or longer lives in captivity than they would in the wild. Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they got caught on purpose. Yeah. And, on purpose. And, well, maybe. Yeah. I see what well, you then you have, but, then but, you have animals, then you have animals like the winter, the dolphin over here in Clearwater who wouldn't have lived at all. Had it not been for man keeping her in an aquarium and building her a tail and doing different things. Right. So. I mean, you know, it's a, once again, it's about perspective. I mean, is it ideal? No. Uh, do people like you know want to see more killer whales in captivity? No, I don't think. I think it's pretty obvious. We wouldn't want that. And there's only so much you can do. But you know, on the other side of the coin, you got to also put it in perspective. Like, what good is this doing for people that don't have the luxury to dive with them or see them up close and personal? Like, you know, Doctor Doug going to Norway or you know, that kind of thing. So you know, it's a little bit of a balance, but. I don't think uh, it makes sense to bash someone like James Cameron, who's just done a movie that could inspire so many people to want to protect the environment or actually, you know, learn how to scuba dive. Big picture. Yeah, there you go. It is a big picture, that Avatar thing. It's huge. All right, more coming up.
is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Christmas Eve, have some holiday cheer. Now Christmas is for the children, and I want them to be pleased. But right now, Mom, is Christmas Eve, so make them happy, happy, cause Santa Claus wants some loving. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Santa Claus wants some nothing. It is that time of year where he should get some. Family show, Greg. Family. What? Excuse me? Never. Never has it ever been that. Uh, Look, I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ and Bubble Boy in the studio and then uh, connected via the web. We lost Casey the Tobacco Nut. Damn it. He went to go have some loving, I guess, <laughs> with himself. And then uh, there's also Barry. <laughs> Who's going to take us off track now? I'll do Vinny, my best. <laughs> well, Vinny, two tanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vinny, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think I'm not muted. Yeah, I hear him now. I hear him. I can hear him. He exists. You cannot hear him. Yeah, but uh, I do have one more story to share. And it's unfortunate that oh, Jerry do. Do. or Casey are not here to witness this one because it's kind of a big deal. It kind of hits close to home for them. Uh-oh. Because they're avid mm. uh, aficionados of bourbon mm. and whiskey Ooh. and scotch. And actually, in this case, it's gin. But, you know, there's a uh, thing uh, in the alcohol community or world where one of the ways they are distilling uh, booze these days is by putting the booze in containers or barrels, and then throwing them underwater and letting them mature underwater. And then the gentle rocking... Especially wines, I think. Uh, especially what, Vinny? W- wines. Wines, wine, yeah, yeah. And, but the gentle rocking of the tides and the ocean currents... Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be pretty good. Uh, supposedly, uh, you know, affect how this the booze matures underwater. And it's become a thing. It's quite a thing. Like Ocean's Reserve, yeah. Jeff Jefferson's o- Ocean's Re- Reserve does that. Uh, yeah, yeah, fancy bourbon. Yeah. yeah, and you can pick this up at any liquor store. But, um, you know, the, the, it's become so popular, it's also become a target. So uh, oh, this company okay. that was maturing their gin uh, underwater, it was I guess, oh, I guess it was vandals. a lake. Uh, it was in a lake, and uh, they, they put down this rare gin that they had brewed, and they were putting it down to mature for 100 days. Well, within that 100 days, somebody went down there and took it. <laughs> a diver, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, but they, when they went back after 100 days, uh, their, their booze was gone. It was James Cameron. You think? It could be. It might have been the Navi. Or was well, that? Well, I that guy was my buddy. That was your buddy? You think, uh, I wish it was my buddy. Oh, you wish. That's right. So if any yeah, kind of... buddies. You know, under, well, that's right. It probably, you know, it could be somebody in our community that had some kind of underwater skills to be able to go... God, could you imagine doing that? I yeah. think that's pretty cool. I, I, I don't know Not what... Uh, lost their- I, I do wonder what the laws are in that regard, though. 
Like if you were diving, it's still you, theft. Well, is it? Yeah, you you're taking something it. that's I'm not yours. <laughs> if if you came across uh, some barrels underwater that somebody had put down there, I mean, I don't know what the Aren't laws they are. They got to be moored somehow. Well, I'm right? sure well, they labeled them with a sign, didn't they? They must have. Well, I don't know if there was any sign. That, that, that's part of the reason why it was found is maybe they had a big stick. Don't touch these. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they did yeah. say in this particular case that they were, uh, you know, the the sphere that the uh, the gin was in was moored down and attached to some concrete blocks or something. But uh, but when they went down, it was nowhere to be found. They're like. Oh boy! I'm gonna go down there with some bolt cutters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and once again, I don't know what the rules are in that regard. I mean, let's it say had to be an inside job. Yeah, I don't know. Why do I say I, that? Yeah, I mean, well, the, it's underwater. It's it's unless someone saw them put it down. They in They must have known that they weren't yeah. going to look at them for a hundred days and figured they could snag it. And well, they, yeah. they did it. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. I mean, you know, like lobster traps in Florida waters are protected. You yeah. can't oh, uh, molest felony, that stuff. Yeah. But if you saw something else like that, that someone had just, you know, maybe they were doing some kind of homebrew project, and it was uh, probably an inside job. Why? Why would you? I, I'm guess. just. I just wonder what what yeah. the legality of that. If you saw that, what would keep you from like, hey, that's probably booze. I'm going to grab that. That shouldn't be down here anyway. That's I just garbage. Have bolt cutters on me. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I. I mean, I wouldn't encourage just, such activity. Just think how much that that would last. How long that would last you? Yeah. Well, and then plus, you know, what are you going to do when you get this stuff topside? Just share it with your friends. Yeah. You know, I guess you would. You just is that, say, what that barrel is in the back of the studio. Yeah. We haven't seen Walt in a while. <laughs> true. That is true. Well, Camel Di Martini. Oh, drunken Santa. Or Gomez or rum. Julio. Yeah. yeah and, and that's uh, rum. <laughs> well, you know, in this case, it was gin, but, you know, they're they're doing a lot of it with bourbon. Uh, I've heard it done with rum. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of a swanky thing, too. It's the, one of the latest crazes in booze. Well, it costs more money. They charge for it. It costs more money. Well, it's, it the, it's the, the latest fad. You know, and so yeah. they charge a premium for that yeah, kind of stuff. I've heard of it. Yeah. So, you know, is it worth it? I don't know. But if you saw some sitting there on the ocean bottom, would you want to go, hey, I'll take a little nip. Uh, take me back some. And we then, need an Explorer Adventure Cruise to do that. And I it's don't a lake. We're going to, we're going to go on a booze Explorer cruise. Adventure looking for Explorer Adventure the, canoe. Looking for stacks of booze in the boat. That would be a great dive just have, Jerry, yeah. just have Jerry the Diver Guy drive his Subaru into the lake. Uh, Imagine okay. diving yeah. for... Diving for you know, booze. Going on a trip, to diving for mm-hmm. booze. That would be that would be a yeah. pretty fun trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again, I I don't know what the what wow. the rules are. I mean, there if it, if it was the international waters, I mean, you know, I mean, I just don't know how you you protect yourself from somebody taking your booze if you put it under there. You know, I mean, because the ocean isn't owned by anyone. So I just, I, 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 I just don't know. Well, okay. Vinny's he's focused on wanting to do another little board. Like I so, just thought of an Explorer Adventure trip I'd like to do. Yeah. I mean, we could wow. just take, uh, you know, a brew our own underwater stuff. Well, any of you guys know how to do that? No, nah, it's a pain in the ass. Let's go to the store and buy it. Oh. Hey, you could get one of those trained dolphins, Greg. You know, uh, the killer dolphins that the, the Navy trains. Right. Have guard your booze underwater. Uh-huh. They uh-huh. kill any divers. They get there we there. go. Okay. So, all right. We could have, we would have to... We'd have to get some killer dolphins right. yeah, killer to dolphins. protect our with our laser stash. beams. And uh, and the, I don't know. Think a real that sounds like something producer. Barry would do, though. You you haven't never never brewed your own beer or anything like that, or 
in his bathtub. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jerry's the only one <laughs> no, who has the nitro. still <laughs> experience. So he could he could uh you know work some uh, magical uh you know spring water up there in the mountains of Virginia and maybe would just take it underwater and let it sit for a year or two. But it do Jerry anything? couldn't even find Jerry what? couldn't even find brass rivets for his still. He gave up on that. Did he really? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, you're lying. Yeah, Barry, see, Barry can make fun of Jerry because he's not here right now. <laughs> but uh, this does sound like a, a job for next year. Maybe we'll have to do this and, and do our own little pro, you know, uh, experiment. And because we do have someone who's uh, familiar with the processing of uh, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but have you tasted it? It's terrible. Yeah, how well, do, how but do after- they regulate the temperature underwater? <laughs> no, no, you 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 uh, distill it as you typically do. You let it age underwater in a barrel you know where we need to put that don't you up your what lake titicaca oh there you go he read my mind again yes <laughs> so you drop the barrels down in lake titicaca let them age for a year or two we should do rum though not gin yeah i'm not I a big agree. gin guy do you guys no, like no, no. gin no no gin nah not a big gin boring but i mean i don't know uh but i think we we could be on to some we just got to figure out how to protect our investment because that that'll cost like ten bucks. Have Jerry brew us up a stash of that. No, stuff. Jerry should not be involved. Yeah. What? We He's the only read, one we, we can, know. We can read up on how to do. He'll this be tasting. Better, better he'll be he tasting it. it all the time. All right, <laughs> so, nothing left. He oh, makes that right. god awful moonshine. Yeah. Well, we start with <laughs> uh, chicken manure. We'll start with twenty gallons and end up with a quart after he's done uh, <laughs> producing that nonsense. All right. Well, it was just a thought and a bad one, as they most. Uh, no, I like are. where you're going. We just need to tweak it a little. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll work on that. All right. So remember, next week, Scuba Radio Christmas Craps Travaganza. Make sure you join us, and we apologize in advance. On that note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time. Remember, it's always better where gang. Down where it's wetter. Where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.